Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, you can help spread the word by leaving us a review at the iTunes Store. Because the more great reviews we get, the more easily it is for others to discover us. Plus, I always love reading how this podcast has had a positive effect on your life. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from How to Get On in the World by Major A.R. Calhoun, published in 1895. If success were possible only to women and men of great talents, then there would be little success in the world. It has been rightly said that talent is just as much the ability to stick to a thing as the aptitude to do it better than another. Ulysses S. Grant once said, I will fight it out on this line if it takes all summer. This statement of General Grant doesn't indicate so much a man of genius, but rather a man of indomitable perseverance perseverance to which he owed all his success. The key to his character was tenacity. The soldier who begins the battle in doubt is half beaten in advance. The entrepreneur who loses heart after one failure is a fool to have even started. There is a great deal in good preparation but there is a great deal more in heroic perseverance. The person who declines to make a start until everything they think they need is ready at hand is very apt to fail. The greatest things have been achieved by the simplest means. The plotter may be laughed at, and the brilliant one who suddenly accomplishes great things admired but we all remember the fable of the tortoise and the hare. The latter, confident of her powers, stopped to rest. The former, aware of his limitations, persevered and toiled laboriously on, and won the race. I do not wish you to think that I am underestimating genius. I do believe in it. But one of its strongest characteristics is perseverance and the next is its capacity to accomplish great results with the simplest means. Easy come, easy go. Those things that are acquired without much effort are usually appreciated according to the effort expended. Determination has a strong will. Stubbornness has a strong won't. The one is characterized by perseverance and builds it up. The other, having no purpose but blind self, ends in destruction. It is a remarkable and encouraging fact that no one of great genius who has left their mark on their times ever believed that their success was due to gifts that lifted them above their fellow citizens. The means by which they rose were within the reach of all and perseverance was a prime requirement. As I said, the greatest results in life are usually attained by simple means, and the exercise of ordinary qualities. The common life of every day, 
with its cares, necessities, and duties. For example, opportunity for acquiring experience of the best kind. And its most well-worn paths provide the true worker with abundant opportunity for effort and room for self-improvement. The road of human welfare lies along the highway of steadfast good works. And they who are the most persistent and work in the truest spirit will usually be the most successful. Fortune has often been blamed for her blindness, but fortune is not so blind as we are. Those who look into practical life will find that fortune is usually on the side of the industrious, just as the winds and waves are on the side of the best navigators. In the pursuit of even the highest branches of human inquiry, the commoner qualities are found the most useful, such as common sense, attention, application, and perseverance. Genius may not even be necessary, though genius of the highest sort does not disdain the use of these ordinary qualities. The very greatest women and men have been among the least believers in the power of genius and were as worldly wise and persevering as successful people of the average sort. Some have even defined genius to be only common sense intensified. I once heard a college president speak of it as the power of making an effort. Meanwhile, John Foster held it to be the power of lighting one's own fire. Others have said that genius is patience. Sir Isaac Newton's mind was unquestionably of the very highest order, and yet when asked by what means he had worked out his extraordinary discoveries, he modestly answered, by always thinking about them. At another time he expressed his method of study like this, I keep the subject continually before me, and wait till the first dawnings open slowly, little by little, into a full and clear light. It was only by diligent application and perseverance that Newton's great reputation was achieved. We have indeed but to glance at the biographies of great individuals to find that the most distinguished inventors, artists, thinkers and workers of all kinds owed their success in great measure to their indefatigable industry and application. They were men and women who turned all things to good, even time itself. Benjamin Disraeli held that the secret of success consisted in being a master of your subject and that such mastery was attainable only through continuous application and study. Hence it happens that the people who have most moved the world have not been so much those of genius as those of intent mediocre abilities and untiring perseverance. Not so often the gifted of naturally bright and shining qualities as those who have applied themselves diligently to their work, in whatsoever line that might be. 
Therefore, a great goal to be aimed at is to get well trained in the work you wish to do. When that is done, the race will be found comparatively easy. We must repeat, and again repeat. Ability and skill will come with the labor. Not even the simplest art can be accomplished without it, and what difficulties can be overcome with it. Progress, however, of the best kind is comparatively slow. Great results cannot be achieved at once, and we must be satisfied to advance in life as we walk, step by step, or as it has been famously said, to know how to wait is the great secret of success. We must sow before we can reap, and often have to wait a long time content to look patiently forward in hope, knowing that the fruit best worth waiting for often ripens the slowest. To wait patiently, however, we must work cheerfully. Cheerfulness is an excellent working quality, imparting great elasticity to your character. Indeed, practical wisdom is composed nine-tenths of cheerfulness and diligence. They are the life and soul of success, as well as of happiness. Perhaps the very highest pleasure in life consisting in clear, brisk, conscious work. Energy, confidence, and every other good quality mainly depending upon it. There is no walk in life in which success has been won. That is not its brilliant examples of the achievements of perseverance. The literary life, for example, has many illustrations of it. No great career affords stronger proof of this than that of the great Sir Walter Scott. His admirable working qualities were trained in a lawyer's office, where he pursued for many years a sort of drudgery that was scarcely above that of a copying clerk. His daily dull routine made his evenings, which were his own all the more sweet, and he generally devoted them to reading and study. He himself attributed to his prosaic office discipline that habit of steady, sober diligence in which mere writers are so often found wanting. Perseverance and effort, however, do not always mean successful work. Freeman Hunt distinguishes the difference between activity and energy in the following statement, which it would be well for you to remember. There are some people whose failure to succeed in life is a problem to others, as well as to themselves. They are industrious, prudent, and economical. Yet after a long life of striving, old age finds them still poor. They complain of ill luck, they say fate is against them, but the real truth is that their projects miscarry because they mistake mere activity for energy. Confounding two things essentially different, they suppose that if they are always busy, they must of necessity be advancing their fortune, forgetting that labor misdirected is but a waste of activity. 
The person who would succeed in life is like a marksman firing at a target. If their shot misses the mark, it is but a waste of powder. To be of any service at all, the shot must land in the bull's eye or near it. So in the great game of life, what a person does must be made to count, or it had almost as well be left undone. Every person knows someone in their circle of acquaintances, who though always active, has this want of energy. This disorder, if we may call it such, exhibits itself in various ways. In some cases what is done is either not done at the right time, or not in the right way. Sometimes there is no distinction made between objects of different magnitudes and just as much labor is bestowed on a trivial affair as on a matter of great importance. Real energy is persevering, steady, disciplined. It never loses sight of the object to be accomplished or interrupts its activities while there is a possibility of success. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, Use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.